It's your boy Dreams from the Notorious Mass Effect. Ever wanted your favorite restaurants to come to you? Well, with DoorDash, this is now possible as DoorDash connects people with the best restaurants in their city. They do this by empowering local businesses and in turn, generate new ways for people to earn, work, and live. With your favorite restaurants at your fingertips, DoorDash satisfies your cravings and connects you with possibilities, more time, and energy for yourself and those you love. Delivering with DoorDash, you get flexibility and financial stability. Dash for a living or for a goal, all on your schedule and on your own terms. DoorDash customers can place orders via the DoorDash app or website and are connected with Dashers to fulfill deliveries conveniently and contactlessly. Restaurants right to your door. Order now at www.doordash.com. Like I'm Kobe, that boy really tough on his dozy though. I keep it drinking no over you. I ain't but nothing, just have my portfolio. Really come from a block where they bang bang. I said that Glock with the Glock ain't no goalie, bro. Say you about what you claiming and show me the one in the head you gon' die trying to toe to toe. Trench kid, nope, gotta run it up. If you thinkin' I'ma lose, then you never. Papa jumpin' them is ooh, belly butter cup. Youngin' on my city, keep it smooth just to sum it up. No security, you see me, but that Glock spit. Doing it, that's why I pop. VVS is jumpin' while it's like a mosh pit. Really not. But I'm moving like I'm hot. Legal money coming and I started off robbing. Shoot everything I did is really no flogging. All my been going up like no dodging. And I'ma keep on coming with the heat, I'm hogging. Trench cake that on a piece, stop sobbing. Why the hand it defeats my noggin. If that ain't really your beat, stop sobbing. Say you try to run in these streets, stop hiding. Huh. Run it up, run it up, run it up. Real cold, they be on that funny stuff. What's going on, internet? Analytic here, aka Dreams. And I would like to welcome you to mine, which I call the Notorious Mass Effect Podcast. I'm your hip hop slash gaming news source with a little bit of R&B mixed in. For episode 44, we're going to be getting into TJ's Destined to Win, Universal Music Group, Outriders, and 42 Doug for the Gang featuring Roddy Rich. But before that, make sure to click my link tree in my bio to access my social medias and follow to keep up with my latest activities. If you want to financially support the show, click my Cash App link located towards the top of my link tree as it helps the show overall. Also, make sure to share this podcast as this helps the show reach more people so we can grow together and affect the masses. Now that I got the intro out of the way, let's get into TJ's Destined to Win. Okay, getting into little TJ. Well, is it Lil TJ? Yeah, okay, it is Lil TJ. I don't know why I just had TJ on here. I think that's because, uh, just because of the title I had. But anyways, getting into his, what they call his sophomore debut album. Well, I don't think a sophomore debut album is correct. I think it's just his sophomore album. Uh, Destined to Win. And it has a lot of features on it. Some more well-known than others. For the most part, he has a lot of notable rappers on his album also with the r&b feature which i think is candidate for verse of the year with uh six lakh aka black even though it's spelled like six and lakh but don't don't ask me why or how that even makes sense for some reason he he went with that name and went with that spelling of the name but pronounced it totally different from how it's spelled but anyways getting into the little tj album i think with Lil TJ, it, it was he's one of those type of artists that you would think was on the bubble because you you never really knew what his ceiling was because as far as like sales, he's not the highest selling rapper. He's not one of those that just that just can drop out of the blue and do numbers. 
needs a bit of a rollout which is nothing wrong with that but it just kind of show you, it kind of shows you what type of tier he's in and i think a lot of these features on this album shows the type of tier he's in and the peers that he's combined with like the polo g feature the fabio foreign like i think he's more in that range not like gangster rapping but for the most part the numbers he puts up he he's still in that ballpark like he's not out here selling like four thousand like another rapper but <laughs> i'm not gonna name any names because i'm not trying to be too disrespectful with it but as far as the actual album he did a lot of interviews talking about that album specifically how headshot came together with him polo g and who else was on there fabio foreign and he was just saying that it was very organic and that's what you hear with a lot of rappers they 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 always talk about how they feature with people or do records with people who it seems like is coming from a genuine place like i know with rod wave with his album he talked about that feature his only feature with polo g which that feature is pretty fire in my opinion but the way that it came together he said he didn't anticipate having any features on the album but he just ran into polo g at a jewelry store and they just linked up after that so it was more of a genuine tip than a labels than than a label putting two artists together so that's how that's how tj was saying that this track came together and he was like three stars coming together to make a track so what can go wrong it was just like magic i mean that, that's not like his quote that's but what he said quote unquote he said it was just magic on site period and when you listen to the track you can kind of tell what he was talking about as polo g came on pretty strong and the way that they played off of each other with Polo G, Fabio, and Lil TJ, you could tell that they probably have more records in the tuck. But for right now, this is the one that decide that Lil TJ decided that this is the one to put on my album. There was also a documentary drop with the album, as far as like the actual credits. I don't know too much other than it was directed by Sam Balaban. Hopefully, I'm saying saying that right. But anyways, so. Lil TJ, Lil TJ took upon himself to put a whole documentary together along with Sam and released it along with the album. So getting into the actual album, this is a 21 track album with a lot of bonus tracks. And of course, the the legendary calling my phone with the with the black verse of the year, in my opinion. So it, it, this is not a short album by any means, but on the other hand it, it, it has some standouts on the album to make it worth your time now as far as the whole album i feel like he could have cut some tracks off but you know with artists the labels always push them to put more tracks on the album because it, it helps with streaming and with little tj you never really know what where the numbers are going to go it could go left or it could go right and with the calling my phone track with black i think it, it was only right that he put out a whole album because that song alone probably generated about half of the sales and i'm not i'm not like over exaggerating when i say that like calling my phone is one of the best records of the year in my opinion and it did the sale the numbers went went along with it so it was just right just to put it on the album and just to have it boosted even more. I mean, he has a lot of other bonuses on this on this album, like Move On and None of Your Love. That also will help out with the sales. But getting into the first track, Destined to Win, I thought that I thought the intro was kind of like Lil TJ is more of like a singing slash rapper, so. I don't really expect too many like bars. I don't, I don't expect him to come out with a 40 bar verse and in no chorus. So I think he tried the best that he could with, with the intro. And then track number two, Born to Be Great. I thought that track was pretty good. Going into track number three, Calling My Phone, it was a great lead up into it because Calling My Phone, like I would always keep, well, not always, but for this year, I would keep saying it's one of the candidates for track of the year as the the verse from black is one of those that's just it just stands out from uh, from other r&b artists and you can kind of tell when he comes on and when he leaves the track the impact that he had on it track number four oh also for calling my phone i'm not going to play a snippet of that because i believe okay i don't think i talked about this track at all like by itself as a segment when it first came out 
but I'm still not gonna play a snippet of it because it is an old song and there's other songs on here that I think is a standout which is good because it's still good because if I thought that this track was still the standout even though it was old it would probably mean I didn't like the album too much to pick any new tracks so that's a positive in my opinion with track number four what you want to do I thought the track was okay getting into the track the first track uh the first standout track for me is track number five hood rich and this is where i can tell that tj was rapping from a place where he was putting his life into the music which if you've listened by now you, you know i'm i'm a huge fan of artists putting their not nece not necessarily pain but just putting their motivation into the music and putting their life story into the music and obviously he doesn't put his whole life story into it but the way that he performed on this verse and the things that he was saying throughout the lyrics you could tell that it was coming from a place that was actually factual because he, he names a lot of names and he talks about a lot of instances instances that he also talked about in, in other interviews so that's the first snippet i want to play off of the little tj album hood rich and here it is right now Yo, you heard from my voice up a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Got a new just go down. Grew up on a block, you ain't frontin' no come. Mama always told me fight back, don't run. She won't ever tryna have son. I was in the field since a young ass age. Smart. Always had some decent little grades Acting up, never usually know how to behave But always had a dream that I grew up and get paid Feel the god time go by, change Really used to jog, I'm in the store, I switched lanes Still be with every day that put in pain Remember lockdown, popping bottles, getting restrained You as a young and want no game I know I'm going up, but still humble I remain A lot yeah, that she ain't gonna blame But I just feel the energy this way and go insane I be spinning from the hall off the top like it's easy Just was on the block, how I pop, guess they need me I be spinning flop, every drop, it's a PD Still ride with for the Oscar Daddy's got me wheezy, I just drop a wheezy I just wish the nine arounds was here to believe me That's on TV, you ain't never turn a blue check to us I can't wait for you, I need me a good No, my level, I ain't feeling for no Two years in this industry, I still be on my Now I know it's more than living life than me and hundreds I need me a belly, free that gilly I'm straight So he gets into it more on the track That's a snippet I wanted to play But as far as the whole entire track Like he really gets into his Not, not like necessarily his life story But he speaks, speaks on some moments that he did in past interviews That made me feel like it was real So getting into in. And of course, Lil TJ is by no means an actual hood rapper. So, yeah. Getting into track number six, Oh Well. I thought that track was solid. Don't really have too much to say about that. And then we get into track number seven, Headshot. Which, by the going by the numbers, this is the most... Um, what they say? Hot... You know how they have those those terms when something is very... Well, when the positive feedback is there like highly uh critically acclaimed or whatever like that's that's what i feel about with this track like this is the one off of this album so i believe he put this on here for a reason as he knew it was going to be the one it's kind of hard that a song by himself didn't blow up because i feel like Lil tj is more of a feature type artist than a standalone artist so for his biggest tracks to have features on them it, it doesn't really help his case out too much but on the other hand, this track is still fire. And I'm going to play the snippet from Polo G and Fabio Foreign. So that's... What am I going to play the... Okay. So, I, yeah. It's going to be Lil TJ and then Polo G comes on and then Fabio comes on. And so we're going to hear all those three right now. This is track Headshot with Lil TJ featuring Polo G and Fa Fabio Foreign. Hi, Cash money. Demon gonna trap. 
I'm the one tried to make a way when we were struggling. I remember rain, sleet, the snow, I was hustling. No affairs, watching middle fingers to the government. Glock in this Louis pouch, I ain't tussling. Catfish, he don't really know who he with. Ops in the message, grab the Drake to rebuttal it. How to undertake it at your tombstone shoveling. Hell yeah, hollows bound to chew him like some government. Made it out the field with some. We have sent some shots through they crowd while they huddling. I'm the type to leave it in the streets, I ain't discussing it. Trying to make it flip, I need that Rolls Royce coloring it. Oh, tripping, cut off like a backwood. Middle of the trenches, that's with me in the gas store. Killers anonymous, black masks and black hoods. Walk down on them, make sure you get caught. I feel like the minute of the hour. I do. It's gone on me. Gun on I'm the minute the power. He never choked in my face. Nah. The minute's a coward. Ayy, uh, uh. Go looking for him every hour. Uh, I remember nights in the tower. I do. She's sucking my dick out the shower. Tell her be quiet, she told me. Even so as you can tell, Polo G and Fabio came on pretty strong. Lil TJ comes on later on in this track. I don't know why I thought he was at the beginning. But the way that Polo G came on, you would have felt like it was his song. And Lil TJ was just featuring on it. Which, in my opinion, is the best way to have Lil TJ on the track. Because I honestly think he's more of a feature artist than a standalone artist. But I also think that he not holds his own but he 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 attributes to the track in in some ways but not a lot so track number eight gang gang um that's the, just going by the title you already know that's that's not not my favorite off of this album track number nine go crazy i thought that track was really good and definitely better than most of the other tracks on this album uh track number 10 a regular love i didn't really it didn't really do anything for me. <laughs> track number 11, Move by Lil TJ and Tyga featuring Sweetie. Um, interesting to see Sweetie on here because, you know, she's talking her hot girl summer. Or is that Megan? It's one of them. No, I think Megan's hot girl summer. I think Sweetie's like ice, icy girl summer. I don't know. There's it, it, so many different slogans nowadays from these type of artists. It's just like it's hard to keep up with. But basically, I think Sweetie had a... I don't think she had a best verse, but her last verse where when she was talking about you mess up if, if you leave me or you mess up if, if i leave you something like that like you it'll be hard not to think that that's not a shot at quavo like anytime she says something like that from now on people are just gonna think it's an automatic shot at quavia so that's unfortunate track number 12 slow down it didn't, that track didn't do too, too much for me track number 13 love hurts featuring tootsie um, I thought that track was okay. I thought I, I had actually didn't think that track was like I didn't think it was bad, but I thought it was gonna be more with having Tootsie on there because I felt like their dynamic would have been better if that makes sense. But anyways, track number fourteen, "Run It Up," featuring Money Bag Yo and Yo and Offset. Once again, I felt like the features carried this track, just like the Polo G, Fabio Foreign dynamic. I felt like the Offset, Money Bag Yo dynamic really was just highlighted on this track and it just showed the way that they, they didn't play off each other because it was both their own verses after after the chorus. But Offset's verse after Lil TJ's chorus and then Money Bag Yo's verse after um, TJ's chorus was both solid in my opinion. So that's the last snippet I'm going to play on the album. And so it's called Run It Up, Fe Run It Up by T Lil TJ featuring Offset and Moneybag Yo. Run it up, Lamborghini with the bubble guts. Got them bands and I'm flexing, hold my muscle up. I'ma stand on the business when it's time to bust. I get paper in the morning when I'm waking up. Make my bitch up coming on us. Make a hit with that switch, now my ops are dust. Put my rats in the wall, now it's growing rust. Diamond chain get this swinging, they know it's us. They know it's me. Pinky Rang get this singing like Jodeci. Double line, it came with a notary. I see stars, I'm a star like it's supposed to be. I pop bars, only way I can go to sleep. When my gang needed me, bought a hundred piece. Put the paddock on my wrist, a masterpiece. Put some diamonds on her and some double C. These niggas on my Kicking my like I won the World Cup. Start from the baby. Beat down, baby girl, need a crush. Hunters keep coming, you know that's a must. If you talking money, then we can discuss. Running out, running out, running out, running out. I've 
running that money up, putting on. Go. Ain't no into this trend, it's a marathon. Go. Different breed, I might bust down a heron bone. Go. Bought a flight with them racks in my carry on. Talking about money, you know who to call. Bad. Look like a riot, I fed up the mall. Whoa. She digging how me and my circle ball. Gang. Gave me some through my ethical draws. Uh, Erase 150, I'm thugging, I'm hood. I lost the screw back and put erasers on them. Why buy the Daytona, been in the corner? Them hitters and rentals, the tag Arizona. Ain't get no diploma. Nope. Shot dice for the Jays, the freshest dude in the schoolhouse. Telephone. You ain't gangster, you went took the smooth route. Bella Ran it up, now my pockets look too stout. Never enough, man, I gotta go get some more. Sold enough gas to go buy me a Tesla cup. Now I'm on the charts, so I'm running up screens. My still got what you need, though. No. Built my name from the ground, I ain't had no help. No. It's just me versus me beefing with myself. Yeah. It was time. I woke them up, they overslept. Run it up, run it up, still ain't out of breath. Run it up, 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 run it up. Run it up. So yeah, as you heard, Offset's verse was solid, and Money Bag Yo definitely came with it as they carried this track, in my opinion. But Lil TJ's chorus was nice, and, and the the inner the intermissions that he uh, he gave for the track. So I don't want to feel like I'm killing Lil TJ because I feel like this is an okay album. But at the same time, I feel like he's better as a feature. Like he standing alone, it, it's hard for him to do. And I think that's just that just shows with the fact because the only reason I feel like he was even greenlit for an album is because of the track with Black. And with Black's verse, like he he definitely you ever seen that meme with Michael Jordan or the meme with Jimmy Butler after a hard game, like when he, when Jimmy Butler was like over the scores table and his in his arms was was just uh, stretched out and he was just exhausted. That's how I felt like Black was after recording his verse off of calling my phone. Like he was just he was just tired after carrying the track. So yeah, Lil TJ doesn't really add too much in my opinion, but at the same time, it's, it's listenable. Track number and then this is what we get into the rest. I don't really care for track number fifteen, part of the plan. Uh, then you have track number sixteen, no cap. Track, and then whenever when somebody says no cap like most of the time they're, they're about to say something that's flagrantly false so anyways track number 17 life change uh that was okay track number 18 enough said track number 19 losses oh i like losses i think that was a old song so i don't really think that counts because at some point like artists just throw out songs to see what sticks and I think Losses was one of those that stuck, which is why it's on this album. And I believe this is a bonus track. These these last three are bonus tracks. So Losses is a bonus. Move on. Track number 20 is a bonus. And then track number 21, None of Your Love is a bonus. So, yeah, not not a bad way to end the album, ending the album with some old songs. <laughs> but, yeah, so I don't really have too much to say about this album in general. I just wanted to point out the features definitely came with it for on his album, which... That's something that's something you expect as an artist. Like not every artist can call up a feature and they they give their best effort. Like sometimes it's like a mailing a mail in verse. So it was nice to see the features actually take the time out to to perform on the, on this album. So yeah. That's what I thought about uh TJ's Destined to Win sophomore album. Uh click my link tree in my bio. Let me know on one of my social medias. What do you think of little TJ as uh as an artist and what is your favorite track off destined to win so two questions all to wrap up the segment and now we're going to move on to <laughs> we're going to move on to universal music group now now um the only way to start this is to say that you know when <laughs> i think i don't know if it would when young boy was like no smoke no smoke no one you know like when, when no, uh, young boy was like no smoke and he just kept and then that was like the whole song for like the whole four minutes just repeating no smoke over and over that's kind of what uh is the is the theme of this whole universal music group type beef that i have going on right now like i really just like young boy said like like when they said no smoke they don't want it like I'm I'm the I'm the person he was talking about like really just don't want any type of smoke any type of friction any type of beef any type of uh kerfuffle <laughs> Not just like, like that's that's all I got like I don't I don't really see where this came well I see where it came from obviously because you know legal stuff but sometimes most labels let it slide but let me inform the audience that don't really know what I'm talking about so Universal Music Group 
for some reason it's not even just me I'm, i've been talking like to different bo- podcasters like across the internet and it, for some reason universal music group if if you can use the artist's music in your pods, but if you ever talk negatively about any one of them, they're just going to take it off. Like They're just going to file a complaint and take it down. So that's kind of what happened with, with my podcast. So and more specifically, more specifically, the, the episode that was taken down was the Eminem episode. And it was like the whole podcast. Like it wasn't even just the Eminem segment. And I think it was for the deluxe because I had high praise for the actual Eminem album music to be murdered by. And I actually had that in my top five albums of 2020. So I was like, there's no way they could have took, took that down, which they didn't. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> yeah. Um, but the deluxe. I didn't have too much. I, I wasn't singing the same tune for the deluxe. I thought the deluxe was kind of something that Eminem had to put out. And I didn't think it was his best effort in the original album. I thought it was way better than the deluxe. And the deluxe could have been something totally different because it wasn't the same quality as the original. Which, when you put out a deluxe, that's sometimes the case. But with this one, it was like obviously blatant. Like the, the quality was not there like compared to the original album. And not to say like the the CEO of Universal Music Group didn't like it, but somebody, whoever does the the copyright or whatever for uh, Universal Music Group did not like me talking about the Eminem Deluxe. And then they just they sent a complaint over the email. Actually, hold up. I actually have the email. Let Let me pull it up. I always like it's always funny when like. I always like say things and because I have things to back them up. I always I don't always bring it up because I like to have people just believe me for my word, you know? And then like cuz at times they you, for people who like lie a lot, they be like, "Well, just ask so and so, ask so and so when they say something." But for me, it's just like I, I know what I'm saying is fact, so I'm just going to say it. And either you believe me or you don't. <laughs> but for this specific case, sometimes you have to bring up proof, so I mean, it's nothing too crazy. It's not like I'm exposing them or anything. It's just basically I want to word for word what they said for, for the. Um... OK, so they, they filed an email. They sent me like multiple emails. They was talking about. So if this, just know that if this podcast ever goes down, it wasn't because I got tired of podcasting. It was because of Universal Music Group not liking my Eminem opinion. But <laughs> Cause a lot of other other UMG artists I have up and like I play the full songs like Ariana Grande's on their label. Um, I don't know if I've talked about Taylor Swift lately. Megan The Stallion was literally on the intro track of my of one of my pods, and she was like the main focus of it. So they always it, it's very convenient when they want to try to to censor your 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 content. But on the other hand getting back to the email they was basically saying that the it said one or more episodes from anchor have been removed and i mean it said one or more but they was talking they sent me another email saying it was the eminem one because i wanted to know which one they was taking down and why but they were saying like we're writing to inform you which this is like standard one-on-one like if you ever got this like it's for a podcast like it's not out of the blue to get these but the the way that they did it was very specific and it was the only episode that i talked bad about one of the artists which i don't know if that's like for me it's no type of positive like people be like oh man like that's that's crazy they they see like you know what i mean they listening to you like for me it's just like of course like you can like listen but at the same time like if, if you don't like it like you you can't just i mean you can take it down legally but you have it in the past so it's just kind of weird anyways it said infringed on the intellectual property you know the whole uh company jargon and then they said they removed it and then what else it was like you can email us or something to review the details or anything else so i talked to them well not talked to them but i, I, I emailed back and forth with somebody and it was very like respectful the person was respectful and just to see like what what episode it was and like why um basically saying the same thing i'm saying now like why is is it has this not happened in the past is it just with this specific artist do they not like eminem slander at all and it was just kind of saying that the person who who puts out the strikes is at random times and whenever they 
feel like something really infringes on it then they take it down so uh, i don't know what i did to, well i know what i did basically i think that they was giving me the runaround trying to say like we saw we heard your pod and we did not like you talking bad about eminem deluxe which come on like my like my opinion about eminem deluxe is not going to affect his sales at all and not going to affect him as an artist and i don't understand how this even affects him like financially you know but anyways so then they sent uh what else they just told me which one they, they took down they took down the eminem music to be murdered by deluxe of course that's what i was just talking about and show title notorious mass effect of course and then it was ta talking about if this is a mistake email us and stuff like that you know and then they just after that they took down the whole episode um including that deluxe take that i had so from now on I, i'm just I'm, I'm really not gonna i don't know as far as like universal music group artists it, it would be really tricky because i'm definitely covering kendrick lamar uh i just covered uh justin bieber who's off of umg and that was no problem probably because i had high pra praise for him but also whenever eminem drops again i mean i'm not gonna just not review eminem he's one of not one of my favorite rappers but he's one of the top rappers ever so i don't really know how i'm gonna go about that i think what i'm gonna do is i'm just gonna talk about eminem and if i have an actual positive opinion i'm gonna play the tracks but if i don't i'm just not gonna play it because it's just maybe if it was drake now if, it, if drake drake's label like hit me well not label but like if his, his music company hit me up and was like can't play any drake songs then it would be like okay now we gotta now i gotta like ask you like well what about this track what about this track like it's my favorite artist please don't do this like <laughs> you know what i mean it'd be a little different but with eminem it's kind of like okay well i just won't play his music anymore and it's not really not really that big of a deal to me but i just thought that would be funny to talk about because i've never really just directly been hit up by a, a label before and i thought that was just interesting like because there was so many i showed one of the emails on one of my social medias but i didn't show the actual exchanges from the more personal emails from the people who rep them so because i mean there's no it's nobody's business actually so like the, the stuff that i show is always generic or in more and more in general and then more specific things i keep behind closed doors because it's like who's gonna really know what type of advice to give you if they don't know what you do to put this out on a day-to-day -day basis so yeah that's how i kind of feel with the universal music group type situation i don't think it's any real beef um there was like the, the whole like don't well just just the copyright thing in general like hopefully that stops hopefully they don't uh take any more action but just putting this segment out to say that if if this podcast does go down then it wasn't me it wasn't because i just felt like you know what i don't feel like potting anymore you know what i don't feel like actually having well i can't say that part because it's nobody's business but basically let's just say that i'm doing this podcast for a reason and it's, it's definitely in my best interest to keep this up so <laughs> yeah um so if this goes down blame universal music group and that's basically it so yeah click my link to in my bio let me know on one of my social medias what do you think of universal music group versus the notorious mass effect i was like the next movie going straight to blockbuster <laughs> but anyways uh let's switch it up and get into outriders okay getting into outriders now outriders is a game that i felt like came out of the blue for people who are more in tune with gaming well i'm, I'm in tune with gaming but for, for people who like play these rpg games because i don't really have time to play these four out 400 hours games like just to basically only get into the open world i'm t like cyberpunk uh outriders mortals phoenix rising like i could keep going like i actually pay attention to gaming i just don't play a lot of them but the outriders game came out not too long ago and the controversy which is very unfortunate that most of these games coming out during the pandemic is getting blasted because they put out games that are just unfinished and the the thing that you can't make up about it is the game pass from microsoft was been has been promoting this game like it's gonna be the next mass effect and it just when, when 
I say Xbox has no games and then they finally get a game to come out on the Game Pass. And it's and it doesn't work. It's just like you, these jokes just write themselves. Like you really can't make this type of stuff up. And so outright servers are having a hard time even being stable. Yes, this is another because, match okay, sad, but so not hold for up. Any... That was that was definitely an ad, but I, I cut that off real quick. Anyways, oh yeah. Um I didn't even talk about the beginning of the pod. That's crazy. Well, I guess I talked about it at the end of the pod. So people who actually listen to the whole entire pod, y'all knew this before. But the whole I'm just gonna you know like we'll get back to outriders, but for the whole uh spon- the new sponsor of, of the podcast, if if you've probably heard by now, is DoorDash. And you know that that was the, the email that I got from not from DoorDash, but from Anchor speaking about how the DoorDash sponsor worked. It was uh it was very like not out of the blue, but with, with my Acorns sponsor going coming to an end, I knew it was gonna be one of those where okay, I'm going through another dry spell on like how to find another sponsor and stuff like that. But DoorDash um coincidentally came through. I mean Anchor Anchor really came through with the DoorDash, but still uh they still didn't have to send it at all and I, I really appreciate that and it's all because of the people who listen and y'all helping me affect the masses and i just wanted to interject right quick and just say that thank you for just listening to episode after episode and actually coming back and, and just everybody who listens and just really runs the numbers up and obviously we're not like the breakfast club the way that we the way that they do numbers but i mean you got to start somewhere and the way that this podcast has been going it, it, we're building technically we're building something special like going by the numbers and the analytics which is why i like i call my i, I name myself after that because i just like the i just like the whole aspect of analytics running the whole world world but um yeah so i just want to appreciate everybody for that and then just blessing me with that opportunity so yeah back to outriders the game that does not work so the actual Twitter, um, the Twitter page for Outriders, they was talking about potential workarounds for players trying to get into the game. It was talking about everything, about how they was going to fix it. And then it came out again, say, we're now reopening the servers in two phases. And then they said, uh, actually, we're continuing, we're continuing to have uh, server issues. So we're going to investigate that. Then after that, they said we are about to do the mother of all turn it off and on again. <laughs> so basically, the Outriders Twitter page had no idea how to fix these server issues, and they basically kept tweeting themselves into a hole. Kind of reminded me of Cyberpunk 2077, even though the game itself doesn't have as many glitches. The whole aspect of crossplay it was was potent for the whole rollout so for it that not be available day one because of server issues turned a lot of gamers off so the twitter page came out again and said we are unfortunately fully aware of service breakdown you are experiencing right now our partners at square enix are trying to fix it asap as developers who've been working super hard for the last five years to make this game awesome we really hope that you will judge the game rather than those teething troubles related to server issues it is frustrating for you and it is frustrating for us we really appreciate your massive interest in outriders and we hope to see you all on enoch shortly sorry for your inconvenience regards sebastian in a name i can't pronounce so yeah these server issues are out of hand the players have really had enough they they're not going on strike but they're definitely not tweeting <laughs> they're not tweeting the nicest of things towards outriders developers and stuff like that the only thing i don't like i don't like when it gets into death threat type territory because then you're getting into something way more ser- serious than video games you're getting into a territory on where you really just need to go outside like like when when the server goes down and you care that much to send death threats to the developers like you just need to like like at some point you just gotta look at your life and you just gotta be like am i improving each day or am i really just taking this out on somebody else so yeah that's that's kind of how i feel with the outriders i mean the servers are pretty bad and it makes it even funny that it's on the game pass because microsoft has no games which they technically still don't because the servers are down but 
it doesn't give you the right to send death, death threats that's always a step too far like always so um as far as like the actual outriders game i've watched it and i think it's i think it has some potential the way that this started out it was more mass effect like you, you play for a little bit and then you choose your class so you, you kind of get a feel of the gameplay and then you pick the abilities you want so with the whole outriders game being an rpg rpg and the crossplay being a potent uh ingredient in the whole like dish it's, it's kind of like it has to be fixed like at some point it has to be fixed or this game is going to suffer the same fate as marvel avengers did because for those that don't know the avengers project was made was developed by square enix and now square enix is putting out yet another game with server issues and just problems that need to be fixed so if it's not final fantasy square enix is probably gonna mess up the game so that's unfortunate to say as you would think square enix would be the right people to put out rpg and long-lasting uh server type games but as of right now i mean you you heard what they said they've been working on this for five years and they still have these problems so imagine being a game developer in these day and times midst of the pandemic my advice would be just to keep pushing the game back like do what uh do what arkham knights did push the game back what like push the game back a a, a while like a, a long I don't even know the word I'm trying to say. Push the game back and then give them updates on what y'all are fixing. And because if another game comes out like Cyberpunk 2077, then gamers are just gonna like they may riot, like they may go up to the actual studio and just like like that that's that's kind of the point where players are getting to because we had we've had so many broken games that you would have to think the pandemic has ha had to do something with it because the pandemic keeping everybody away from each other and having having to follow the regulations and everything while still while still trying to make a masterpiece for five years and still it come out like this like it has to it has to hurt <laughs> like it has to hurt developers so yeah that's all i really had to say about outriders uh click my link tree in my bio let me know on one of my social medias what do you think of outrider square enix and if the ever if ever the servers come back on does that mean that microsoft now has a game so yeah that's the question i'm leaving leaving you with and now we're going to get in now we're going to end with 42 doug 40 for the gang featuring roddy rich dreams from the notorious mass effect ever wanted your favorite restaurants to come to you well with doordash this is now possible as doordash connects people with the best restaurants in their city they do this by empowering local businesses and in turn generate new ways for people to earn work and live with your favorite restaurants at your fingertips doordash satisfies your cravings and connects you with possibilities more time and energy for yourself and those you love delivering with doordash you get flexibility and financial stability dash for a living or for a goal all on your schedule and on your own terms doordash customers can place orders via the doordash app or website and are connected with dashers to fulfill deliveries conveniently and contactlessly restaurants right to your door 
Order now at www.doordash.com. So, judging by that snippet, you will be right to guess that we're going to be talking about 42 Doug and his latest single. Now, this, in my opinion, is very fire. Like, this is a track that's going to go in my, like, the, the feature that he has on it and the sample that he has on it. This is just a recipe for a hit. I see this being top 10 on billboards. Uh, I see everybody talking about this for the next, like, few weeks. Well, when is Drake dropping? Like, I'm sorry. I just, I got to keep throwing that out. When is Kendrick dropping? When is J. Cole dropping? When is Drake dropping? Like, it's been too long. Anyways, getting back to these other artists. <laughs> That's also bad, these other artists. Uh, 42 Doug came out with a new track called For the Game, fe- uh, Game featuring Roddy Rich, And it has a... A famous popular rock star sample to kind of showcase the rock star personalities. And they've been teasing this song for a little bit. Of, of course, with 42 Doug being a new artist on the scene, as far as mainstream, likewise. And the For the Gang track is just something that's gonna play in um, a huge role in his album numbers going by his feature when you get Roddy Rich you're expecting it to be a huge hit and that's the thing with Drake why do I keep bringing up Drake's name oh yeah okay so Drake had a leak track with Roddy Rich and he also just dropped a track with Little Baby now if he has Little Baby and Roddy Rich on his new album just think about the numbers that he's gonna do with 42 Doug is no different uh, Roddy Rich definitely does numbers. I don't know if it's up to the point of little baby status where he can just drop and go to number one, but he's up there as far as he's in that bracket as far as like artists who put up numbers. So if he's not number one in the in the new age game, he's he's definitely number two or three. And with 42 Doug attaching his name to Roddy, it will only do this track even it will only benefit this track. So, 42 Doug was talking about his, uh, well, I think Roddy was talking about how, he was talking about a lot of beef. I don't really like getting into beef. Basically, 42 Doug came up in 2020 last year. So, he, he really broke out when he came on Lil Baby's massive hit, We Paid. And you see how that correlates, Lil Baby, and then now he's dropping a track with Roddy Rich. It's kind of, they're not the gatekeepers of hip-hop, but as of right now, Lil Baby and Roddy Rich, as far as the new age rappers and mainstream numbers-wise, they, they are at the top. You attach your name to them enough times and you are established. So that's kind of, that's kind of what it was for 42 Doug. And I don't think there's no different as like another artist attaching the name to Drake because artists can actually fall off after the, attaching the name to such a big artist. I mean, n- notoriously last year, you look at Young Blue, he had one of the best verses, I think, off a of Drake track. Well, it wasn't a Drake track, but it was Young Blue's track, Your Mind Still. And like, what song have you heard from him, from him lately? And I believe he just dropped the whole album. So yeah. Um, getting into 42 Doug Roddy Rich, we're gonna we're gonna get into the snippet of Roddy Rich's verse, and I'm just gonna play that in full because it's not that long. And after that, we're gonna wrap it up and get into like the overview of the pod. But here is 42 Doug for the game with Roddy Rich, and here's Roddy Rich's verse. Yeah. 
peanut butter seats on my windows tinted. No, I keep two flags on bag. I just drop yours for the gang. Tired from the D to LA. Always keep it a hundred K. As you heard, the back and forth was pretty on point and this track I think is about to go. Like numbers the numbers that this track is about to do is going to be insane. And that's just gonna do 42 Doug's career, like gonna skyrocket his career and just fast track him onto onto into new heights. Or onto onto new heights. I think it's onto new heights. Anyways, yeah. Click my link to in my bio. Let me know on one of my social medias. What do you think of 42 Doug for the game? Featuring Roddy Rich, and do you think that this track is a hit? So yeah, getting into the overview of the pod, we started with TJ's Destined to Win, talking about his sophomore album and how I believe he's more of a feature artist than a standalone because most of the features on this album just blew his verse out of the water. Universal Music Group, we got into the beef, well, quote-unquote beef, with Universal Music Group and the notorious Mass Effect and kind of talked about how labels like to pick and choose which shows, that, well, not shows, episodes they take down. Hopefully, they don't take down my whole show. Hey, let me say this again. My podcast goes down. Blame Universal Music Group. I mean, I'll obviously come out with another one, but like, if they take this one down, blame Universal Music Group. I just didn't feel like starting over. So yeah, we talked about that whole beef and then quote unquote and, and how I felt about that. So yeah. Oh, and, so, and I also had receipts, but I didn't get too into it because, you know, I feel like that's unprofessional. Uh, then we got to Outriders. Outriders is a new game that just came out. Uh, it's one of those that's just littered with server problems. Like it, it's so many server issues. You would thought Outriders was the new 2K. And that's just what it is. Then we finish with 42 Doug for the gang featuring Roddy Rich. Um, 42 Doug's career is going to benefit tremendously from this Roddy Rich feature. And not even that, the Rockstar sample that they have throughout the whole track just is just like icing on the cake, cake and kind of just shows what it takes to make a hit record. So that's about it for this episode. Thanks for tuning in to the Notorious Mass Effect podcast. And don't be afraid to send me a voice message letting me know what you think of the show and what you want me to talk about in the next episode. Click my link tree in my bio to access my social medias and follow to keep up with my latest activities. If you want to financially support the show, click my Cash App link located towards the top of my link tree as it helps the show overall. Make sure to share this podcast as this helps the show reach more people so we can grow together and affect the masses. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of The Notorious Mass Effect. It's your boy Dreams from The Notorious Mass Effect. Ever wanted your favorite restaurants to come to you? Well, with DoorDash, this is now possible as DoorDash connects people with the best restaurants in their city. They do this by empowering local businesses and in turn, generate new ways for people to earn, work, and live. With your favorite restaurants at your fingertips, DoorDash satisfies your cravings and connects you with possibilities, more time, and energy for yourself and those you love. Delivering with DoorDash, you get flexibility and financial stability. Dash for a living or for a goal all on your schedule and on your own terms. DoorDash customers can place orders via the DoorDash app or website and are connected with Dashers to fulfill deliveries conveniently and contactlessly. Restaurants right to your door. Order now at www.doordash.com.